What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is Tales from the Front Desk. Got Quarter with us today. Hopefully, we'll be seizure-free through this video. And uh, she's not sure what to think of the box. Nobody knows what she thinks, actually. Uh, you know, you can't really tell what cats think anyway. This one's just really... She's a special flower. I had an accident in my room. Well, that was the biggest understatement of all time. Okie dokie, I'm back with another one. We're back at the mid-tier extended stay hotel. It needs a name though. Let's call it a house four. Most of our extended stay business was government, and with them being there months at a time, you develop a good relationship with them, if you're lucky. One of them was super nice. She'd always be outside smoking whenever I would pop out on a smoke break. We told each other our life stories and talked about our cats. She would come up to the front and chat too. It made the nights go by smoothly. One night she comes up to the desk while me and my AGM are working the 3 to 11. She looks embarrassed? Shocked? It's not an expression I've seen on her face before. She's former military and looks and sounds like the type of lady who has chain-smoked Marlboros for 40 years. Uh, can you come down to my room? I had an accident in there. I trot down the hall with her because we have a good relationship and I'm figuring it's something minor. Knocked over a lamp or broke a dish or something. No big deal. It's a quiet night and I'm bored. She opens the door and, dear readers, the first words out of my mouth were, Holy shit! There was a gunshot through her window. She was cleaning her gun, checked the chamber, took out the clip, magazine, and still had the bright idea to point it at the window and pull the trigger. <laughs> On the first floor. She was government, former military, and still did that. I don't know what that hotel used for soundproofing, but she was on the first floor and we didn't hear it at the front desk. That baffles me to this day. Realizing this was above my pay grade, I went back and told my AGM to take a look at the room. He came back shaking his head, muttering something about, I hate my job. Unsurprisingly, she didn't remain a guest for very long. Her department reassigned her, paid for the window, and we never saw her again. Of course, we had guests ask about what happened to the window. My GM had instructed all of us to say a lawnmower sent a rock through the window. I told that to a guest and he looked suspicious and said, looks like a bullet went through it. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? Okay, first things first. It's a magazine, not a clip. A clip is something very, very different from what you see in semi-automatic pistols and most semi-automatic rifles these days. Second thing is, so you don't check the chamber before you empty your magazine. So you pop your magazine out you know, hit the release, drop your mag. Then you go ahead and slide and clear your chamber. Eyeball it after you've done and made sure the round came out. Now, now it is practice to aim down in a way to, you know, squeeze the trigger, but still. Uh... Hello? Anyway, we'll keep talking. But anyway, um, I find that there's really no need to do that, except you may need to release the... Uh, trigger spring uh, before you start disassembling and cleaning. So I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. And, and somebody commented this on the thread. They would have thrown a chair through the window just to cover their butt. It would probably be less embarrassing and easier to explain or harder to explain, but less likely to get you reassigned. Right. Always have a sober buddy. This tale comes secondhand, so possible embellishments ahead. However, multiple co-workers corroborated the basics. Back to the legal garden we go, circa 2018. To hell with that year. A guest has been staying with us the previous few days, and it's now past noon on their checkout day. 
Front desk calls the room, and the guest says he'll be out shortly. Front desk calls later, and they're again told the same thing. It's now late checkout time, so housekeeping and our bartender slash security head up to the room. Red flag is a condom on the door. When they knocked, the guest opened the door and exposed himself to my co-workers. Now the police are called. The police arrive, and when the guest opened the door, he now has part of the shower rod up his rear. Oh my god. Uh, I'm not sure what happened next or if and when he put clothes on. At some point, the guest claims he knows the owner. He then goes on about how the hotel isn't safe, <laughs> threatens to blow up the hotel, and holds a lighter near a sprinkler. The guest also had a name where one should really not make boom-boom threats. Police are able to restrain him, and the guest is taken to the hospital to get whatever he's on out of his system. As far as I know, no charges were filed. As for the title, and fair warning, this is not for the squeamish. After the guest was taken away, the following found in the room. 1. Towel rack ripped from the wall. 2. Bathtub full of human waste. 3. Bedding pulled from the bed and soaked in urine. 4. Picture frames smashed. 5. TV smashed. 6. Surfaces covered in either lube or semen. 7. Blood. 8. Back of the toilet or toilet tank lid smashed. I don't remember if any paraphernalia was found. If I had to guess, I'd venture to say the guest had a bad trip on one of those synthetic drugs. As if there's a good trip on them. Despite all the damage, no noise complaints were made against the room. A few days later, the guest called asking if he could retrieve his possessions. As for damages, the guest had the highest damage fees I recall being charged to a room. Moral of the lesson? Don't do drugs, or at least not the synthetic ones and or those made in the lab. If you don't follow the second part or number one, then have a sober friend who will look out for you. Seriously, if you want to do drugs, just take an edible. I don't condone doing drugs, but I drink alcohol, so... Eh, who am I to talk about it? Uh, <laughs> except for when people do things like that with shower rods. Anyway, ugh. I mean, I've been to some wild parties at hotels, and we never trashed a room quite that bad, and this guy was by himself. Well, he may have had company, but for all intents and purposes, in IRL, he was by himself. I can't believe there were no charges filed, quite honestly. Uh, even if he did pay for the damages, you know, no, no noise complaint, but, you know, malicious destruction of property at the very least. I mean, there had to be something. Anyway, yeah, drugs are bad, kids. By the way, it's not always about synthetic. Stuff made in a lab isn't always bad. It's just, uh, and I'm talking regular medications. I don't know about the other stuff, but just because it's made in a lab doesn't make it any more dangerous than something that's natural. Favorite encounter with a famous person? Working with famous people can be a pain. I worked at an upscale hotel and had to deal with many. One of the best was the Neil Diamond Group. This was years ago. They rented an entire floor of the hotel. The lobby was full of middle-aged women dying to meet him. We kept room service in the restaurants open until 3 a.m. The drummer hung out in the kitchen and cooked for everyone. The tour manager did my taxes. I was the only server at 2 a.m., sitting in a booth alone. I found out after they left, a morning server got fired for sleeping with the drummer. She was caught on the second floor leaving his room before her shift. I did get to meet Mr. Diamond. He tipped me $20 for delivering a wine key to his room. 20 bucks? Are you serious? Even if this was in like the 70s, late 70s, early 80s, when he was like really cranking it out for the blue hairs. Um, 20 bucks? Come on, man. That's ridiculous. But anyway, I mean, I guess you shouldn't expect anything. Uh, although if it's an upscale place, there was probably some gratuity added to the bill anyway, but 
As for your coworker, well, mom always said, never shit where you eat. Coming crashing through. This just happened a few hours ago. I'm the night auditor sitting at a desk, scrolling through Reddit to waste time. On my property, we have an ATM machine next to our parking garage and noticed a truck by the ATM parked next to it on the sidewalk. They take some straps or a rope from the bed of his truck. I called the police, gave a description of the truck, black Ford F-150 with blue underglow. The police came, but the truck was gone and told them the direction they went. Side note, they were not successful in getting the ATM. About one and a half hours later, I get a visit from the police officer and asked me if they could get a copy of the footage from our cameras. He also asked, were you the one that called us about the ATM? I said, yeah. They told me they got the guy trying to steal the ATM and said he tried to steal another one at a liquor store and drove through it. <laughs> so yeah, too long didn't read. Guy tried to steal ATM from hotel, failed and drove through a liquor store instead. Did he have a shower curtain rod hanging from his rear end by chance? <laughs> People are just nuts. Mm. You are not a Jedi master. You're a messy traveler. Last night I had a person who tried to check in around 12.15 a.m. and claimed he had a reservation. He did not, and we were sold out. He didn't exactly wave his hand, but he intently stared at me and asked me to look again. It must be there. It wasn't because we were sold out and sold out before I even arrived on shift and everyone was checked in. It was basically a babysitting shift for me. I got his ID and asked him who he booked with, and he claimed he booked direct a few weeks prior. I checked, and according to our records, he didn't. He again didn't wave his hand, but looked at me intently and said he booked with a manager. I asked if he had a name, and he didn't. I said, well, we're sold out tonight. I'll check if the reservation is for a different date, and there was no reservation at all. He did the whole, I need to talk to the manager, at 12.30 a.m. spiel, and I told him they'll be in after 7 a.m. As he was leaving the lobby, he got on his phone and called us, me, and asked if we had any rooms available for the current day. I pretended I didn't know it was him and said, no, we don't. He said he just checked online and we have rooms available for the current day. I advised him to make the reservation if there's an available room for the current day. There isn't. He called back a minute later and said he booked it. I checked and of course it was for the next day. I told him this and there was a pause and he said it's booked for today. And I explained again it was for the next day. A few minutes later he walks back in and says he booked online today, which technically he did. But I again explained to him he booked for the next business day and check-in is after 3 p.m. I advised him to read his reservation details, which he did, and after pacing around for a few minutes, he walked out without saying anything. A bit weird, but benign overall. I've never worked midnights at a hotel, but tending bar and bouncing, especially late at night in the middle of the week when the bars are pretty quiet, um, there's a few regulars who tend to show up and be very, very strange. Stranger than normal. Stranger than you would think. I mean, we had some that were like total zombies, and I don't think even half of them did drugs. I think it was just, they were just drunks. You know, you'd give them an answer to a question, and they'd sit there and stare at you, you know, like they were still processing. But yeah, there's definitely some weird people out there in the world. You're going to get charged with drug trafficking. About 10 to 11 years ago, I was working the front desk on a weekend where we had a wedding that was, well something else. They always are, but this group was particularly messy, aka on drugs. Screaming, fighting, noise complaints, smoking complaints, someone left paraphernalia behind, burn marks on the beds, that sort of BS. It was Sunday and we couldn't get them checked out fast enough. 
Later that day, some girl calls the hotel crying. I mean, literally crying, because she can't find her purse. I don't know where my purse is. Someone must have stole my purse. Ma'am, I'm so sorry. I'll make sure to give you a call if we find your purse. Well, guess what? Someone found her purse. It was turned in and I gave her a call. She was screaming with delight. Oh my God, thank you. Oh my God, oh my God, I love you guys so much. I'll be there as soon as possible. This girl shows up. Black, inky hair like she just died at 10 minutes before leaving the house. Eyeliner smudged all over her face. Disheveled to the max. Complete mess. She gets her purse and gets this grin while saying, Good, now I have my pills. As soon as she says pills, she opens the purse and sees no pills. She has this immediate look of disappointment on her face. Where are my pills? There's no pills in here. You better tell me where my pills are. Ma'am, I apologize. The purse was turned in and I'm unaware of anything in the purse. She insists there were pills in there and starts grilling me, yelling in the lobby about how he stole her pills. Notice it isn't medication, it's pills. I feigned ignorance at one point and said we take it seriously when someone's medication goes missing and she just cuts me off. That's a drug trafficking charge. Uh, no ma'am, it's not. Yes it is, you're going to be charged with drug trafficking, you'll see. Then she storms out. I don't know the SOL for drug trafficking, but I'm apparently guilty of it. After she left, I described the interaction to the colleague who turned in her bag, and he goes, No, if there were pills in there, I would have taken them. <laughs> He's since gotten sober, but I guess you had to have been there to hear how hilarious that line was delivered. Somebody's scratching at the door. I don't care how desperate I am. I'm not taking something that was sitting in some stranger's purse and probably some unmarked Ziploc bag or something. No. That's a good way to end up like either permanently disabled or dead. And it's a good thing she stormed out as quick as she did because, honestly, I would have just called the police. You can tell them about your stolen pills. It probably would have made her leave quicker, honestly. No junkie wants to explain to the cops. Well, most junkies won't explain to the cops that somebody stole their stash. Mm -hmm. That time I accidentally farted in front of a guest. I should preface this by saying I don't typically work the front desk anymore. My hospitality career began at Standard Inn where I worked the desk before making my way up and ultimately moving to HR for the management company that runs this particular location. A few weeks back, our Standard Inn property that I was promoted from was short on desk while also awaiting the new GM to start. With all this going on, they desperately needed coverage, so I agreed to work some shifts there since I'm the only person at our management office trained and we don't have any other prime hotel brands in our management company that we could borrow staff from. So, a Thursday morning... I had to go in for the 7 to 3 shift. I got to the property around 6.40 a.m. I walked in the doors and the desk was vacant, so I assumed our night auditor was going to get the breakfast ready. He preps the food and the breakfast attendant comes in at 7. I realized I needed to let off a little gas and looked over to the breakfast room which was dark and I didn't see anybody so I let it out. Now for some reason, ever since I had my son 3 years ago, I no longer let off little dainty girl farts like I'm supposed to or was capable of doing in the past. Basically, it sounds more akin to a Clydesdale or perhaps a water buffalo dying a horrible, violent death. Freshly relieved, I put my belongings at the desk and walk over to the breakfast room to see what still needed to be stocked. And lo and behold, there's a guest sitting at the table in the corner in the dark. Nobody came in after me, so he was obviously there when this went down. I locked eyes with the guest and felt my entire soul leave my body. He chuckled a little, drank his coffee, and left. <laughs> The worst part? He's part of a well-producing corporate account. So he, as well as all of his co-workers, so I can only assume he told, were there all the remaining days I had to cover the desk. That's alright. 
Anybody who cares about that that much, I mean, it was quiet in there. It's innocent enough. I mean, I try not to stand in front of people and just let loose, but honestly, I don't just willy-nilly let loose anyway anymore. At my age, you never trust a fart. Ever. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.